0: I'm sorry. Welcome to Nicky Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Fork's best source. I am Mickey Ichabod and this is my friend is the wizard of weird, 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 Ollie the Wizard. So, tonight we're going to be talking about the 1984 film Gremlins. So, but first we need to, you know, do a shout out to our friends at River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant, The Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Renaissance, a film by Beyoncé, Godzilla Minus, I think I'm reading that right, and Silent Night. Find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and 5:50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh... The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com and the gift card special. Now through December 31st, buy $25 and get a $5 coupon for concessions. That sounds fun, doesn't it, Wizard? Yes, it does! So... Who wants to talk about gremlins?
1: It's after midnight, right?
0: It is after midnight. Now, I'm going to get to that here in a, in a while. All right. So, uh, a an inventor, he invents things, toys, things like that. Randall Peltz here is his name, played by Hoyt Axton, um, you know, basically gives his son, Billy, a thing called a mogwite. And the Mogwai, there are three rules for the Mogwai. You can't get it wet, you can't feed it after midnight, and it can never be exposed to light. Which, we'll get into those three things here in a while. It's kind of funny, because when I was, when I was thinking of all the things about this movie, they have two things came up. And they're both from Family Guy. And there was one that was called Movie in a Bath where it shows a big big guy taking a bath, showing a movie, and the movie's Gremlins. And anyways, he goes, they, they they cut off to the movie, and there's him in the corner, and he goes, well, you can't get those things wet, but that's not going to interfere with what we're doing here. <laughs> and then there's one where Peter gets a mogwai, and Lois goes, don't feed it after midnight, but he's so cute, Peter says. Feeds it, and it turns into Fran Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, the Mogwai, you can't feed it after midnight, you, you 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 can't expose it to light and you can't get it wet. They accidentally do all three of these things in this movie. Billy Billy works at a bank um and he he, he has like a love-hate relation... Well, not a love relationship at all. There's a horrible relationship with this woman named Mrs. Deagle, who's kind of like the Ebenezer Scrooge of this movie, because this movie is a Christmas movie. It takes place on Christmas, therefore it's a Christmas movie. Die Hard takes place on Christmas, therefore it's a Christmas movie. But, you know, and she gets her desserts. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, they get the Mogwai wet. Gizmo was his name, because... Uh, The the dad is an inventor, as I said earlier. And they accidentally get gizmo wet. And five little baby Mogways appear. Yeah, they're cute. Until they eat after midnight. (laughs) It's funny because they unplug Billy's clock in his room. And he accidentally feeds them after midnight. And the, 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 the new gremlins, the batch that came after gizmo are very nefarious they're very evil they they want to become gremlins they don't want to stay as mogwais so he gets them wet and then he feeds them after midnight because they unplug his clock and he thinks it's like eleven thirty at night and then everything breaks loose uh there was a character i for, forget his name but he drove the snowplow. He was also in the movie uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Night. But uh, he's always saying, Oh, the gremlins are coming across the, the sea and all the cars and TVs and things like that. That's the first time you ever hear them mentioned as gremlins. Before they're, they're they don't have a name, you know. They're they're just called gremlins because that's what he called the little monsters that supposedly lived inside his truck. But that's how Gremlins got their name, because otherwise, you know, it would just call Mogwai. But the Mogwai is before the pupil stage of the Gremlin. So, Joe Dante did this movie. Joe Dante, uh, he did a Gremlins too. Actually, they said they weren't going to do any more Gremlins movies after this one. But Joe Dante says, if you if if you let me make it how I want to make it, you can. I'll do it. Uh, gremlins one. You know, as I said, the gremlins start attacking after they feed them after midnight, and they do all sorts of things. We'll get to that when we talk about the death jitsu of this movie. But, um, uh, basically, it's kind of slapstick comedy. It's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. The movie's kind of cheesy. There's a scene where they're watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and they're singing, which I thought was kind of weird. Weird, 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 weird. he's got to say it three or four times.
1: There are a few other slapsticky moments too. Which uh, did you think it was the right blend, or uh, you kind of threw it off a little too much? Like there's the scene where they're all drinking in the bar and the bartender is serving them like it's completely nothing out of the or- ordinary Here's to serve gremlins.
0: Question about that, Dale? Question. There is a, a a point in the movie where uh, where Randall Peltzer tells Billy, "You can't." It can't drink, not even water. How are these gremlins drinking beer when beer is part water?
1: Maybe it was like a special, like, 100% proof every clear they were all drinking.
0: And another thing, it, it's it, there's snow outside, and they're walking through the snow. The snow is made of water. How do not they multiply when they hit the snow? Because every other time waters touch them in the movie, they multiply. Even a little drop, like there's a scene with the, the mis- I think his name was Mr. Hanson. He was the science professor or science teacher at the high school. And Billy brought one of the mogways in for him to do some tests on it, you know, just to see what it was. And he drops like a little, little, little vial of water on it, just a little drop, and it multiplies. So how, how, how come they're not multiplying when, when they, uh, you know? And here's another thing. Isn't every time after midnight? If th- Technically. Technically, it is. So if they ate any time during the day,
1: then... Do you think the, the grandmaster the, or the, the wise man who gave the box over should have said the earliest you could feed them is X time?
0: Well, he didn't, he didn't actually give it to him. Mm. It, it was stolen from the master by his grandson. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. the master didn't want to sell it to Randall, he offered him a hundred dollars. He offered him two hundred dollars and said, "No, you can't have it." But the, the, his son or his grandson said, "Oh, he needs the money," so he gave it to him. And the next time you see him is at the end of the movie. he Goes, "You're not ready for Magway or something like that." Maybe that's maybe right. when you grow up, you know, you'll you'll be responsible enough for Magway. They actually made a bunch of, like, record books. There there used to be a thing in the 80s where they had books that were on record. It was like a mini book, like 15, 20 pages, and then it came with a record. Do you remember those, Wizard? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. The first one was called The Secret of the Mokoi, or The Gift of the Mokoi. Exactly. Shout out to Tim if you're listening out there. I know you are. Thanks, Tim.
1: Icky, like, now this came out in 84. This was like, I believe, the first year. I think it came out within months of them before instituting the PG-13 rating. So they were able to get away with a lot more of this than your average PG movie nowadays. Yes,
0: yes. And I I was going to get to that, actually. The second Gremlins movie is rated PG-13.
1: So yeah, they, this is a pretty intense PG-rated movie, wouldn't you say?
0: It's a horror comedy. You can you if if you want to classify it as anything. The puppetry was wonderful in this. I wish I knew who did the puppets for this because I would give them a shout out. So
1: so you you, you mentioned horror comedy when they get to the horror scenes in this. These are kind of it kind of the tone of the movie, wouldn't you say it shifts? Like, it gets dark it until, does, like, straight-up slasher kills, right? It
0: does get dark, and I had a hard time tallying everything for the weird stats for this show. It was just one thing after another after another. I think the only other, uh, for the book I'm working on, Weird Cinema Will Never Die, I think the only other one that might have a uh, body count like this is the Toxic Avenger, which we've covered on this show, but I'm going to do a re Revamped review of the Toxic Avenger for my book. So.
1: And Icky, I did look up who did the puppetry here. Uh, t- it was two people Chris Cr- Wallace. Yep, yeah, Chris Wallace and Rick Baker. They designed and created the puppets for Gremlins 1 and 2. Most of them made of latex rubber. However, stop motion gremlins were used in both films.
0: I, you know, I like Chris Wallace. If I remember right, he uh, did the fly also. But I'm not sure on that. Um,. Chris Wallace, I, I might be getting confused with someone. I think Chris Wallace was also the director of The Fly Part 2, the uh, remake of The Fly Part 2. Um, yeah, the the gremlins in this are just incredible, you know, the the, the the puppetry and making all these puppets. There's a scene where they're like in a movie theater. I don't know how they did it, but there's like hundreds, hundreds of them. And it's funny, you know. Gremlins is funny. Gremlins 2 was even funnier when they get into that genetics lab. What do you got to say about that, Wizard? I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like the spider gremlin, and the bat gremlin, and the female gremlin, and the electricity gremlin. Man, you have a lot of favorites, Wizard. You're a doctor of weird movieology, aren't you? Well... These movies have warped our fragile little mind. And the only reason I'm saying that is because we share the same mind. (laughs) So, it's warped our mind, not your mind or their mind. (laughs) Wizard, you're weird.
1: Now, like, for the, you bring up, like, the the comedy elements for Gremlins. I think a great part that kind of supplements the comedy is you know when the Gremlins are up to causing their tomfooleries, they got that Gremlins jingle that plays throughout.
0: What a great tune, right? Yeah,
1: it's like only like a little. Would you say it's like right up there with the Star Wars Cantina theme, just being a super catchy jingle? Yeah. All right, pop quiz, Iggy. Cantina theme or Gremlins theme?
0: Gremlins. There you go. I agree. Um, there was a scene in Gremlins too. I'm going to talk about this, where one of them turns into a bat. And because these movies are made from by uh, uh, Warner Brothers, who also made the Batman films, when the Gremlin crashes through the wall as a bat, it shows the bat the the Batman symbol. <laughs> this these movies were made by Warner Brothers.
1: We got a lot of cross references in.
0: Yeah, and then you, uh, it was in the second movie. Hulk Hogan was actually in the second Gremlins.
1: Yeah, they break the fourth wall with him.
0: Yeah, and then uh, the guy who played Grandpa Monster was also in it. Al Lewis was his name. It's apparently Al Lewis was only like when he played Grandpa Monster on the TV show The Monsters. Gr- Al Lewis was only like forty nine years old, and then. He made this like set of set of a box set of movies you could buy called Grandpa Presents because he couldn't use the term Grandpa Monster because of copyright and Grand Grandpa was already used so he went on a Grandpa with an M, and he released a bunch of movies, kind of like uh, it's kind of like Elvira, but he was in the second one. He played a horror movie host which. I hope to be doing one of these days is hosting horror movies. So, but yeah, Gremlins, uh great movie. They, uh, I just l- like the puppetry, you know. And even though they only use they they only use the puppets of the the Magways from the Batch, the five mo- evil Magways, I'll call them. They did a pretty good job with that.
1: Say, any other standout scenes from the film that really captured your eye and stick with you to this day from your rewatches?
0: Um, well, you know, probably that uh, Stripe. Everyone called him Spike for some reason. They wanted the mohawk, but his name was Stripe. If you, if you listen to Billy talk in the movie, he, they call him Stripe. They don't call him Spike. Um, he can talk. He's like, Billy...
1: I guess uh, I've I got to ask you, uh, how would you consider Gremlins vs. Gremlins 2? Uh, this is your favorite of the the first, your favorite?
0: Uh, no, the second is my favorite. Second is
1: your favorite? That one leans more into the comedy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, it's, it's more humor, slapstick. There's, a, there's an actually intelligent Gremlin in that.
1: Yeah, they, and they kind of go all out. They have a way bigger budget in the sequel.
0: Yeah, as I said, Joe Dante didn't want to do a Gremlins 2, but they kind of pigeonholed him into it
1: i kind of I'm, I'm partial to this first one uh i guess i like how it's a little more raw and gritty with the 1984 era of visual effects and just kind of more just kind of just gritty camera work uh now this says St- steven spielberg presents Do, what what is his involvement with the film
0: i'm not sure steven spielberg did a bunch of films
1: I guess he, in the like you said he isn't directing
0: no i don't even know who wrote this movie does it say on here
1: I could look it up for you here. Uh, any other uh, final thoughts on Gremlins? Uh,
0: well, you know, I guarantee if, if it's 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 more of a family movie than because of the slapstick and things like that than what we normally do here on Weird Cinema. But I, I like it. It's I remember this film from my childhood. I remember reading the the books with the records with it and all sorts of stuff like that um Gizmo Toys came out there's still Gizmo Toys out to this day they actually have a release of like 12 or 13 different Mogwai action figures that are like Zoe and Stripe and
1: I just looked it up Iggy Spielberg was the executive producer
0: Yeah sounds like something he
1: would do So he said are, are you ready for weird stats
0: I would be actually all right.
1: I know you said you had some interesting ones for this one.
0: Give me a second here. Let me flip my pages over. All right. Weird stats time. This is this one was hard. 17 body counts. Death Jitsu. One death by chopped off arm. One syringe and leg. One gremlin. I forget that one. Two, two gremlins dead by... There's three gremlins in this scene, Dead by Blender, Microwave, and Sword Death, Stripe Shoots Other Gremlin, Death by Snowplow, One Mailbox Death, One Car Crash, One Pulled Brake. Let me, let me flip the page here. One reproducing, oh, no. No, that's it. That's it for those that step, but now it's time for the absurd ones. Five baby Mogways come from Gizmo. One, they're watching pod people before they transform into gremlins. Lots of gremlin goo. The gremlins drink, which is kind of weird. We we talked about that earlier. Uh if reproducing gremlins can't get wet it it isn't sorry it is it's every time is after midnight and uh the gremlins are drinking and that's about it i had a hard time reading my handwriting there for
1: a second oh we've all been there uh this movie did super outperformed its budget, right?
0: Yeah, it uh, budget was $11 million, and The box office was $212.9 million.
1: I was like, wow, super big returns.
0: Exactly. So we're going to go off to our friends at Executive Properties now.
1: Oh, or uh, I guess before we do, uh, do you got a final recommendation on Gremlins? I would, say,
0: I would suggest watching it. But I would suggest making a double movie night and watching both Gremlins 1 and Gremlins 2. All right. Uh,
1: Yeah, we'll hear from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273.
0: And again, tell all you fans out there, I'm sorry I got a little choked up on the, on the weird stats. Uh, I had a hard time reading my handwriting there. Sometimes my handwriting isn't so great. They say I should be, should become a doctor. <laughs> but if you want to read more about it, um, it's probably going to be in the book. So. All right. For next week, we're going to be doing Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. And then after that, we're going to be doing Weird Wrestling. Worst factions. So, stay weird, Grand Forks.